Welcome to another episode of 20, 30, 40, straight talk, no edit. Hey. hey. <laughs> we don't need no theme music. I feel like we are our theme That's music. That's it. Soon as, soon as we say that, we get hype. Whole, whole different atmosphere. <laughs> so I've been really positive. Things have been going my way. I've been seeing my affirmations and things have been coming our way. Um, life is really on the up and up. And it's been very positive, and I'm happy for where I'm going in life. Um, since May, today's the first day. I am really trying to be environmentally friendly. So I'm really trying to recycle more and, you know, just be more conscious of the things that I consume and the things that I partake in. So one of the changes that we made in our household is to not use plastic. So you know how every black person has that drawer of just plastic bags? Mm-hmm. We threw all of that away. Um, so just being very conscious of the plastic that we buy from the grocery store, um, things that we use, like just being very conscious of that. So when y'all go to the grocery store, are you going to get plastic bags or are mm-hmm. you, I mean, paper bags? Mm-mm. I have uh, recycled bags. Oh, okay. But I thought some of the plastic bags, depending on that little triangle thing, was recyclable. I don't trust it. Okay. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I like to go to the market anyway. So when I go there, I always bring my bags. So I'm like, why can't I just bring them to the store? Well, thank you for saving the planet. I'm trying. Because yeah. I heard like there's certain plastics and things like that they can't recycle. Mm-hmm. Like that they can't, you know, whatever it's called when they try to, you know, destroy Break it. It, it can't mm-hmm. destroy. And I'm like, well... You know, if I can do my part in a community. Like, even when I was just looking for this water, uh, this plastic straw kind of threw me off because they didn't have no other straws. Like, it's a metal straw that I really want. Yeah. And just use that, like, whenever. That's what I was going to tell you. It's a stainless steel straw. It's Mm -hmm. better for your teeth, too. Like, Mm -hmm. if you drink drinks and soda because it don't Mm -hmm. get all over your teeth. Or And get you a a copper mule. Mm -hmm. It, It helps a lot. And just carry it around with you. That's what I normally have my water bottle, but I was rushing out the house and I had Smoothie King. I didn't think I needed water. Oh, them make you want water. <laughs> so, yeah, that's me. I've been trying to be environmentally conscious. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, this week has been a little, I'm just going to say aggravating. It's been a little aggravating, but I'm working through it and I just know that I need to spend some alone time with myself. I haven't been sticking to my self-care days because I've been having, like, events and stuff going on. So it's really been throwing me off. And I am that person that needs my long time. Like, I am an extrovert, but I'm also an introvert. So I would say I'm an ambivert because... Oh, who? Ambivert. Ambivert. Like, Like, a long time is very important to me. It doesn't matter if I'm with somebody or or what. I just have to have my long time. That matters. I just learned how to do a long time, and it it was it was um, hard at first. It was like so loud, mm-hmm. but now I get it. So yeah, and but I need that loudness with myself because it's the times where I be at home cackling. <laughs> um, I be cackling at myself or by myself or just think about stuff like. Sometimes they don't, it's no TV or anything on. It's just me in silence, like, walking around doing stuff or making stuff. And I um, I also had an event this past week. So 
I had um, this event called Style Brunch on a Sunday where I vended for Doohickey, and it was um, this lady named A.K. Brown. Oh, I know her. Yeah, she was launching her style business, and so I was a vendor there. And it was. Why didn't you say anything? Because she be playing us. No, because I forgot. I mean, didn't forget about the event, but y'all know I write everything down. So if I'm not looking at my calendar at the Mm -hmm. moment, I don't think about it. Um, I'm going to do better, though. I'm going to do better in posting the events that I'm going to be at. And just trying to get back balanced with meditation. At one point, I feel like I was really like all my chakras was aligned. But I think that was because I was being very um, intentional about spending my time on on myself. And so that's another thing. Like I feel like intention is everything behind anything that you do. So I'm just trying to get back to being good in my intentions. That's it. Okay, so this is 40. My updates is that I am so proud of my kids. I tell everybody I don't think I was the best parent. I just did my best. So this week, um, y'all know I kind of brought my kids up different. I wasn't pushing them towards anything that they did not want to do. So I gave them a certain type of freedom. So this week, all three of my kids are currently employed yay (laughs) that's awesome for me like I was I was so excited and my youngest son is actually in transitioning hopefully between a a better job and I'm just like go get it and I'm excited about that um I'm excited I'm putting um two events together um one is actually going to be out of town that once I get all the logistics together I'll announce both of the events um my life coaching office is um, currently open for appointments only. You can make an appointment at I Am Changing um, Life Coach Service LLC.com. It's long, y'all. Or you can hit me up on Facebook at Tabasha Belt Holliman, or you can email me at I Am Changing at Yahoo.com. Uh, and I take appointments and I do do viral appointments because people are like I don't say about you I was like yeah we, we got Skype and we got Facebook live and all that stuff so um I had an awesome couples session and they gave me an awesome review so I was excited about that yay um and like I said I learned the importance of silence mm-hmm. and that was a lot for me because um I thought being on the go all the time was what was needed until I had to sit in my own silence. And I got so much more from sitting in the silence. Like It started to make sense because when I was moving, 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 I literally started to miss stuff. I was forgetting stuff. And so once I got in my silence, everything got so loud and so clear that I could actually write it down and make it make sense. So I'm all about that. It was exciting for me. So I think that's all of my updates. That is exciting. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to just, before we go into the next thing, say that we finally came up with the name of what we're going to call <laughs> our listeners. Um, we we tried to brainstorm. We was thinking of everything, 20, 30, 40 years, but <laughs> eh. So we really feel like we foster community and we foster, like, helping each other out and being there for each other and even just talking to somebody. So we're going to call y'all our village. What's up, village? What's up? What's up? (laughs) Villagers, our village, I love Mm y'all. 
And I feel like that's very fitting too, because we from all different generations. So it's kind of like, you know, takes one to teach one. Mm-hmm. And we're raised in the village. Yeah. And we do learn from each other. Mm-hmm. It takes a village to raise a child. And I think everybody's still a child mm-hmm. at some point. And everybody's yes. still learning too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not, you're dead. So that means that we also learn from y'all. Y'all give us feedback. Y'all give us mm-hmm. questions. Y'all give us topics. And y'all give us topics sometimes that we have to go and research. And with us researching, then we get to learn and mm-hmm. bring new stuff back. So we appreciate everything that y'all do for us and with us. And we want to say thank you. Yes. And happy International Masturbation Month. <laughs> this, this is one of my favorite months. I have to tell you guys. I love it. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. Did you bit. just perk all the way up? I did. She did. <laughs> she did. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later in the month. But I just want to say, send us your questions, guys. We're ready to answer. And we may or may not have an expert here to answer those questions for you. And you know what I thought about when, when you reminded me what month it was? What? I should have invested in the battery company. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do batteries no more. I didn't upgrade it. I got me a rechargeable. Mm, with the, with a rechargeable plug. battery? A rechargeable vibrator. So it's got a plug? Yeah. It plugs into the wall to I, charge. I could have invested in those too. The yeah. chargers. So it's like your phone charger? Mm-hmm. Kinda. Dang, I gotta get some money investing some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought about when you I was like, I don't know how much you know how many people buying batteries. Because I told my friends and the first thing they was like, I need to go get some batteries. I was like, God damn. Yep. We're gonna table this. We don't wanna talk too much about it. Right. I'm I was just gonna say I'm ready for the next um next stop. Okay, so Same. black girl magic. It's a lot of black girl magic happening. Um on my timeline I've seen so many black women starting businesses like i seen one lady started a vegan restaurant but like all of her like the names that she named the food was exotic and it was kind of sexual mm-hmm. um she's thriving i seen another what's the name of the restaurant it's the one in new york i've seen i've seen i can't think of the name of the restaurant though. her i seen another girl that opened a lady i'm gonna call her a girl a lady that opened a bookstore mm-hmm. a bookstore um, another lady I had been following on Instagram, she was the first black woman to um, have three NFL drafts. She was a, a yes. sports agent. Yes. Oh, I, I saw been her. I've been following her for years. So it's like I'm glad to see her um, her growth. It's a lot. Um, they did a they did a, a study. Um, African American women are becoming the top ranking um, entrepreneurs, which mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, get it, like. Get it. I want everybody. And St. Louis is on the map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's awesome. I don't have one because, like, I'm like you. I've been seeing so many that was coming across my timeline. I just be liking and sharing. Like, but that one with the, because, you know, the NFL draft was mm-hmm. last week. Last weekend. So that stood out to me because I didn't even think to think that there were no women in that type of environment because me being me, I always think there's an awesome woman in everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but to actually see a face, it was it was actually awesome. So yeah, Black Girl Magic to all the um, entrepreneurs out there. I have two Black Girl Magics. Um, one is Lizzo. She just fine. Like she's a plus size rapper, and she just out here like it's a song that I love that I heard on um, Netflix movie because that's how I was introduced to her. 
Ghostbusters Netflix Netflix movie and and it's a line in the song that says, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. I just watched that movie on Netflix. Yes, I was what like. Some strangers, a couple. God dang it, I just watched yeah, it. Yeah, it's a um, a movie with the girl that plays Jane the Virgin and Lakeith Stanfield. Um, I ain't too much like the movie. I didn't even finish it. But it's goofy as a movie. Yeah, the song I really liked, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like she's speaking my language, and so she's just really about like she's a feminist rapper, and she's all about like she has this song called Soulmate, but she's talking about herself, and I was like, oh, "This song is for me." She wrote this song for me, and I feel like if I was a rapper, that's how I would write how Lizzo writes. Now the other Black Girl Magic is also a rapper, and this is my ratchet side, Megan The Stallion. Yeah, that thing. Listen, that thing so yeah. fine. She is a yeah. tall. She a tall glass of water. Woo. From Houston, Texas. Why Houston be producing all these mm. baddies? Stallions. <laughs> they got hot sauce in their bag. <laughs> exactly. But y'all, y'all check them out. Show them some love. Um, I'm mad that I missed Lizzo concert when it is coming here in October and it sold out like super quick. And wow. I missed Where the tickets. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's too small. Mm-hmm. Also, um, it's a page I'm following on Netflix, but it has like strong black leads. Mm-hmm. But it's for Netflix, and it's like basically they're promoting strong black women in movies. So, like, BAPS is going to be on there in May. Yeah, it's it came, BAPS is on there tonight. Okay, so, yeah, like, I love that page because I like seeing what's new on Netflix, so it's a good, I like seeing black women and doing black, I mean, great. Um, I follow one of the ladies who's responsible with creating, like, the strong black lead on Twitter, and she talked about, like, how she was so proud about putting all this stuff together for it. And I love the fact that Netflix, I saw this other graphic today where Netflix is, like, uh, it says Black Flicks, where they put, like, together a whole bunch of things mm-hmm. that are kind of, like, black-related and black culture-related. Like, I forgot about the... Um, I forgot about those people. Did y'all hear about those people in Central Park? It's called the Central Park Five or something. Mm-mm. It was like these five guys who were accused of like killing somebody, I think, in um, Central Park a long time ago, and they put them in prison for life. They didn't have any substantial evidence. They were underage. They didn't allow them to call their parents or a lawyer. I didn't hear about that. So that documentary is also coming on there this month, so I'm excited about that. That's good. Okay, so the topic of today is I wanted to talk about how to grow or how to build a strong black woman community. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that strong black women relationships are important, but also I feel that a lot of black women don't want black friends. Do I, you? I'm not going to say they don't want black friends, but I just feel like there's always... Um, a barrier between black women. Uh-huh. But I'm also thinking that maybe it could be how they were raised or how they were brought up or how they see themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, like recently, I've been evaluating my friendships with people and I'm very content with the friendships that I have and I'm working on fostering those and growing those friendships. But at the same time, I'm a nice person. I like to talk to people. I like to meet new people. And, you know, if I see a black woman out, like, girl, you my friend, you my sis. But at the same time, not every woman feels that way. 
Um, just like I told you guys, like I went to brunch the other day, and I tell the village, I went to brunch the other day, and I'm sitting at the table, and there was a girl sitting across from me, and her tag was sticking out. And I'm like, okay, um, I'm trying to think, how should I do this? Like, I don't want to embarrass her, just walk up to her, you know, stick her tag in. You know, I don't want to embarrass her. So I just walk up to her like, hey, girl, how are you? And I'm like, um come to the bathroom real quick and I'm whispering in her ear like I'm not you know making a big scene I'm like can you come to the bathroom real quick she turned around and said why you trying to fight girl <laughs> uh -uh. I'm like no I'm just she went know. from Chanel to Mel and I'm like girl no I'm like but I can't we don't have to go to the bathroom I'm like I can tell you in your ear but I'm like I'm trying to help you out because mm -hmm. you got the tag still on your purse and your dress Hmm. Oh my goodness. You didn't tell us the person that. <laughs> and I'm just like, I didn't say that to her, but I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm, and I and I know our people. Like, I don't know if you're trying to take this outfit back. I don't know. I don't know what your situation is. So I don't want to just come up, rip this tag off, and you had intentions to take it back. Right. So I'm trying to pull you to the bathroom so you can get mm -hmm. your situation together. Right. But I just feel like not every black woman has those intentions. And even. Like black women in the workforce, like when you work with black women, like some black women are for themselves. Mm -hmm. And for me, when I'm in a workplace, it's like if I see a black woman, I'm like, great, we her. Look, like you remember I'm, when you first start working I, at that place, I was like, sis, we her. Mimi, Mimi <laughs> in the hallway. And that's how it was, but like every black woman is not like that. Okay, so I was at work and I was talking to one of my coworkers and we talked about pay and I told her, well, she told me how much she was getting paid because it was a new job for her, you know, a, a position. Um, I guess you could call it a promotion. And she was like, um, she told me how much it was and I'm just like, I wish I could have talked to you before because you could have got way more. But that's just me. Like, I'm here to help people. I'm not here to bring you down or... You know, I want to see everybody win. I don't care if we up against the same job and you get the job and I don't. Congratulations. That was you, that. What's meant for you is what's meant for you. That was meant for you, not for me. I got something else waiting over here. I'm not. That's just not me. I don't get why some women are not like me. Per se. Um, I think. <laughs> I think somewhere. Well, not somewhere. When we were brought over here, we were pitted against each other. Mm -hmm. um, whether it be our skin tone or our ability to do certain things. And so we got that point. We got to the point where it was more of a, what's the word we use? A competition instead of uh, collaboration. So I'm like you. I promote more collaborations. I feel like we can get more done together than competing because that's more work. That seems like more work to me rather than we could just sit out and have a conversation use both of our heads, and like you said, what's for you is for you. I can't take away from you. Now, you can give it away, but if both of us going hard, we both going for it, then we both going for it. But if you just sit back and be like, I'm going to give it to you, that's different. But I hear a lot of women that be like, no more friends, and I'm like, but you want to be a business person, so that's not going to work for you. Collaboration over competition. So also about that, like like when I say I've been evaluating my friendships, like what about those friendships with black women who are not, like you've been friends with them for a long time, but they're not on the same path that you are? That's season over with. It ain't a bad thing. Right. Because, I, I mean, I've had those relationships, so it's funny how we always be, like, on the same wavelength mm -hmm. or whatever. I have, like, my core group of friends 
which are people that I feel like no matter what point we are in in our life, they're not going anywhere because we can go for months without talking to each other and pick up right back where we left off. Like, I feel like y'all are my core group of friends here, and then I have my home core group of friends. And I feel like it's okay to outgrow people because one thing about me is I've never been that person that's afraid to let people go. Like, if they feel like they have to go, I still love you. I can love you from a distance, but I'm so okay with not, you know, holding on to the friendship because if anything else is going to hinder me, you know. I don't even think you're letting go of the friendship. I think you're just making space and room in that person's life for somebody to pour into that person that you can't at that particular time. Like, And that's a, that's a really awesome friend to be like, hey, I can't help you at this particular time. I love you. You can always pick up the phone. I don't wish no hurt, harm, or danger over you, but I, we ain't, you know what I'm saying? Let somebody come do what I can't. To me, that's a better friend than somebody standing in the way because we've been friends so long, so I should be able to be that one. And it's not necessarily true all the time. So, like, also I've been thinking about Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. Her friend introduced her to a prince. Like, girl, I'm going to set you up on a date. Bruh. Like... Bruh. I want friends, like even though yeah, I'm dating somebody, like not so much as somebody set me on a blind date. But girl, introduce me to a business person that can help me. Like I want friendships where it, not it's a give and take, but if you see I'm lacking in something or I need something, and you know that person, why would you hide it from me? Help me out. And right. that type of friend that I am, if I know somebody, I'm gonna try to connect you. Like I did the dinner my seat at the table and it was a girl that that was trying to be attorney i'm like well i have the perfect person for you she's an attorney too and i'm like y'all can get together chit chat and they did i'm not gonna take that away from somebody but i just feel like some black women are like selfish definitely and like they want to keep everything to themselves and not help nobody i think i think what it is is that people just want to some people want to be the first or the ones to make something I think pop. And I also think it's a fear of failure. We can fail together, though. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Some women have put it on themselves that if I fail, I'm worthless. And I'm like, but if you failed, at least you tried. That's mm-hmm. me. And like you said with the, with the Megan thing, that means that her friend had the ability to see what she needed mm-hmm. and what she had to offer and who fit her friend. Because everybody that we know, don't it ain't necessarily going to fit us, but we can put you with a friend. That's awesome. That's why you have to get to know your friends so you know their characteristics, you know their needs, they want their desires. Like every time we get together, we learn something new about each other. And so... We can see something and be like, hey, Mel, I, I seen this over here, and I think this will work well for you. Or, Sade, I seen this over here. It'll work well for you, even though we're all business people. Like, this particular situation won't work for me. That's what we need to understand the true meaning. Friends don't mean we've been around each other in the common area for a long time. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. And that's what people do because we grew up on the same block. We friends. Mm-mm. No, bro. How are you helping me? How are you growing me? And I think that we all do a lot of that. Like, we have our group chat on, we have our group chat in Messenger, and we are always, like, telling each other or checking with each (laughs) other about something. Or even, like, if one of us makes a mistake on our post, 
will tell each other like not one of us that's me that's 40 no I, I mean <laughs> I do it too I do it too like on Instagram and stuff and I have other people who will be like hey you you put this in there and that's wrong mm-hmm. or whatever and that's important because you you want people to let you know if something that's a reflection of you doesn't look like how you know they would want it to look and that That's awesome. So I I got two stories, but I'm going to start with this. So me and my mentor, we were talking, and she was saying how when she was growing up, she had a lot of male friends. And, you know, when she got married, you know, devoted her life to Christ, she had to change the way she looked at things. And she was saying how those friendships, she kept them because she felt like she owed them something. Mm -hmm. Because we've been friends for so long, or you might have let me stay at your house for a while, so I feel like I owe you a friendship. And sometimes you don't. Sometimes you just outgrow people. And it's not that you owe them. You don't owe anybody a friendship. You don't owe anybody anything. But, you know, what's crazy is that I do for people because I want to do for you. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, like I told her earlier, I don't expect anything back. If I get something back, I really appreciate you, and I appreciate whatever that is. Because sometimes the friendship is what I can pour into you because somebody else is going to pour into me. Mm-hmm. And that's how it works. That's how I look at it, too. Like, I might give to you, but I know it's going to come back to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said on my status the other day, I'm like, Lord, bless me with money so I can support all of my friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't have the money now, so what can I do? I'm a like, I'm a comment, I'm a share. I'm like, yes, girl. Even though you can send me a picture in the group chat, I'm still going to be on there like, yes. And I've told you five times. It's, that's just me. And like, okay, so I went out for lunch with my mentor today. And we were talking, you know, she know I want to do my nail thing. And she was like, I was thinking about you. Even though we haven't been talking, I was thinking about you. She's like, I found a black nail tech for you to study with. And y'all know I've been talking about this for a long time. And she was like, I got the perfect person for you. Here's her name. Here's her number. And I'm just like, oh, my God. That's the type of friendship that I'm talking about. It's Mm -hmm. there for you. Like people that's looking out for you and I know what you need and I'm going to help you. Versus people that's just like, I don't want to help you, but when I see you, I'm going to act like we cool. Ooh, that, that, them your enemies. Right. Hmm. Frenemies. <laughs> Frenemies. Keep them real close. Mm-hmm. Frenemies. But this is my thing. I, I this going to sound crazy as a mug. I respect a person that lets me know right off the bat we, we ain't cool like that. So mm-hmm. I just read this quote, actually, while we was doing this, by Kamora Lee Simmons. She said, I don't hang out with people I don't respect. That's true. Facts. That's me. My circle is... Mm. No. I'm talking about me. Oh. I was going to say. <laughs> no, I don't. Me and, me and my one of my best friends, Anthony, we have this conversation all the time. And Tabasha even says this about me, like when, I, when we used to all work together, that I don't play with people who, no. who I don't respect or don't know. It's obvious when you don't like somebody. <laughs> And it's not even about like, it's just that we ain't got that type of relationship. You know, like when we're in the office, I'll be laughing, kicking, and somebody <laughs> asks me a question. Sure, what you need? Okay. Bro, I used to feel so bad. <laughs> God dang. But it but it wasn't it wasn't about like me trying to be mean to them. It was me that is like my business outlook. Like, okay, sure, what do you need? What can I do for you at this very moment? But I'm not gonna laugh and kiki with you because we not friends. These my friends right here that I'm sitting here talking to. <laughs> That's exactly how your tone used to be, too. She's like, yeah, girl. What do you want? I'm like, God. Jesus I didn't say, what do you want? I'd be like, what you need? 
Okay, sure. I'll be with you in a second. <laughs> exactly. And then turn around like, dang it. I'll be like, what? <laughs> dang. They'll be like, Sade don't like me. I'm, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I, I think that's the journey. I, when I say y'all this year has been really a mental, it's not a mental challenge, but it's all been mental. Like, how to deal with people, how to deal with myself. Like, it's just been very mental. And even friendships, like, this what this month is about, friendships. I can agree with that. <laughs> I think that my friendships that I've had since childhood are blossoming into adult friendships. Like now at 30, some of us have kids, some of us are moving to different countries. So it's like, um, it's harder to keep that central point together. So you have to kind of like find, I guess, like a middle ground to do it. So y'all know I love sex. I love talking about sex. So really? for one of my... We didn't even know. <laughs> and because I'm a sex educator. Okay, by trade. Whatever. So, um... Like I've I've said to myself, and I think this is a part of being a good girlfriend and having a good girl tribe, is that you have to have those uncomfortable talks with your friends about sex because we know some people are shy or may not know a lot. Like so I've started to say that for the rest of the year, whenever it's my friends' birthdays or somebody that I love birthday, like they're getting a sex themed gift. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I've already given my first one and I haven't heard the reviews yet, but they said it wasn't like overbearing because I don't want to be overbearing, but I do want them to know like what That's so funny because I used to do that. Like at baby showers and stuff, I used to get a mom lingerie because you're still sexy even though, mm. matter of fact, to me, you're even more secure because you are about to birth mm-hmm. a human. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, and it's not just, like, a random gift that I don't think about. Like, I really pine over gifts. Like, I am a serious gift giver when I give a gift. Like, I want people to like them, so I'm going to make sure that I really do some research behind it and all this stuff like that. And so... um, I think it's important to give those gifts, and um, yeah, so I'm giving a gift to those friends. It's going to be something that is either uncomfortable to them or new to them. Bro, I got what to see what you going to give me then. Yeah, I've been thinking that, I I mean, I still got to play catch up for mail too, but I've been thinking about like, what can I gift y'all? And I was going to do it on our show anniversary, because we coming up on two years in July. Oh, Lord, I'm glad you said something. Yeah, it's July 18th. I think it's coming up sometime. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, Hmm. what are some things that you look for in your girl tribe? Like, outside of this group. Okay. Um, so recently, like I was actually gonna talk to you about this afterwards, but I really want to start going to more networking events, meeting people and, you know, finding people that's on the same wavelength that I'm on. Like we're on our, you know, working, hard women, you know, trying to build something. Like that's what I need. Somebody I can vent to, I can text like, Hey, what you think about this idea? Like I need people like that. Like, for me, if we're girlfriends, like, somebody I can be like, girl, what you doing this weekend? Let's go out to eat. Somebody, like, that likes adventures, like, that's spontaneous. Somebody that's just on the same wavelength. That's what I look for. I need truth, and I need you to be able to deliver it to me in a way that I don't want to shoot you. 
and that's See, what. why she have to go? I'm all <laughs> fuzzy and bubbly. Uh, but that's me, though. Because I'm 40 years old, and I need truth because I got less time than you. So I'm like, hey, do you think this is going to work? Yeah, no. Okay, so why not? Okay, that do make sense. All right, thanks. I'm that friend, though. Like, I'm very straightforward. You said outside of this, so we're not talking about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> But in my friend group, that is also something outside of this group that I look for it too. Like I'm a, I like to have authentic relationships. Those are very important to me, and I'm also a researcher of my friends. Like I want to know everything about you. I'm very invasive with my friends. Like tell me, like we talk. Let's talk about poops. Have, are you pooping regularly? Are you going to get are you going to get a pap smear? Like those are important questions that maybe somebody else is not asking them. I mean, that's true. I feel like you should make sure your friends are up to date on what they need to be. <laughs> Why y'all keep looking at me? I'm just saying, I, I in in today's society, my girl groups, um, first of all, we we all gotta be in a in a growth I, I feel like we all need to be in growth constant growth um, I feel like we all should pour into each other um, I'm not that. that's just in truth I'm like that's that's where we at how can people pour into you I can't even begin to tell you because I don't have like I'm not I, I could say gifts but it ain't gifts all the time it Sometimes I need words. Sometimes I just need somebody to bounce something off of. So it's just where I'm at for that day um, of what I might need. And and usually when you need something, you know what friend to go to to get it. Or you should. I'm just saying. That's me. Mel, where you at? Did you? <laughs> I was thinking. Okay, so I was saying what, what I meant. I, you want to say what I was thinking about, or you just asked me? What you thinking about? So it's this song. Um, I know a lot of people talk about Joe Button, but he came out with this song called Castles. And in the song, it talked about how he had this castle and it's starting to shrink. And basically, it was saying like how he was at his lowest of his lowest, and he was just basically saying how basically people were taking advantage of him. How people basically he was ruining you know his drug abuse and things like that and how he was ruining his life but everybody around him mm -hmm. was basically like allowing it mm -hmm. and like when I say, enablers and he actually said that in the song and it's like when I say that song is like one of my favorite songs on the planet it is because it resonates on any level of life because. Like, at this point where I'm at now, that's what I was just thinking about. When I come about, when I think about friendship, it's like my castle is shrinking. It's like I'm, some relationships don't need, you know, that I don't need to water some friendships. But some friendships I do, and I need to know which ones to let go and which ones to keep. I have a best, well, I don't call her a best friend, but I used to have a best friend. That was my best friend since kindergarten. And uh, we kind of, you know, went our separate ways. And I've been trying to reach out to her recently, like, hey, let's do lunch. And she's kind of put me off and I'm just like you know what I need to accept the fact that we might not ever be friends again and it's kind of like there's no beef you know I see you you see me we'll speak but it's like we're not where we used to be and I'm okay with it you know what happens sometimes though sometimes we will see someone who 
we were equal to in our eyes. And then we look at them and realize, dang, I had that same opportunity and mm. I didn't take it. And they down, they down themselves, even though we're not on that level. And sometimes it's hard for them to come back to that because they're thinking that we're thinking, why you ain't here yet? And mm-hmm. why you ain't do this? And in all actuality, I just want to know, so what's up, homie? Like, mm-hmm. how you feeling? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's something that as women we put into our heads. Like, I can't be friends with her no more because she's growing. Or... Some people want you to stay where they need you to stay because they don't want to move. Mm-hmm. I also think that social media has a big play into that because you are constantly put onto people's highlights of their lives. So you think that maybe they're doing better than you or they're um, experiencing life at a greater mm-hmm. um, rate than you. And I think that that can be very harmful. And sometimes, even now, like I'm taking a social media break, only going on there to post for doohickey. But in those instances, I have to find myself pulling back when I feel myself comparing myself to other people because I need to know that, like, I'm great all on my own, despite what anybody else is doing. And I want to encourage, like, I have friends who do have those moments and I have to tell them or have tried to compare themselves to me and I have to tell them, like, I don't, I mean, I tell you some of the stuff, but of course I don't tell you everything because nobody knows everything about me. But it's um, it's more one of those things like you don't, you say this all the time, Bashi, you don't know what I've been through. Like just because I look like this on the outside don't mean that I'm not tormented on the inside or that I ain't going through something. Going through pure hell. Exactly. It, it just looks, it looks good because I've, been going through stuff and I know how to keep it together. I know how to keep the the pieces uh ceramic. So I got a question. Okay. Well I got two statements. One, why do we expect people to look a certain way? Why do you have to look down? You know what I'm saying? Even though you down. Because I think you 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 create your own atmosphere. So even though I'm having hard times right now, I'm going to tell myself, yeah, I'm having hard times, but it's going to get better. That's why I look this way. Because if I feed into the hard times, then I am going to... Have you ever met... No. Have you ever seen somebody you grew up with and you'd be like, I know we the same age. Mm-hmm. But life hit them a little bit harder. A little bit. You'd be like, mm-hmm. but God. And then the second thing... Mm, old age. I should have wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, what was the second thing? I mean, I'll let you think on it. I'll elaborate. Oh, I just okay. remember. Okay. The, se- the second thing I'm learning to do is unmask myself. So even though you see a lot of my highlights, I don't know if y'all remember that day, I was like, look, I say stuff wrong. I misspell words. I'm dyslexic. I'm this, this, and this. I gave y'all my unmasked look, and everybody was like, real talk. I do that. I'm learning to do that. Give my unmask, like you know what? That's yeah. a good. I think I might make me make a status today and unmask myself. Say, I just named a few things that, if you look at me, you would never know. Like, I'm a I'm a motivational speaker, but I'm dyslexic. I will say something backwards so fast. And Lord, don't try to read my handwriting because the uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> but I'm still great, even though I have all this stuff. Mm-hmm. That somebody would look at on paper and be like, "There is no way that this person on per- on paper is this person that I'm looking at," mm-hmm. and I want people to understand that because your life resume 
is is why you are who you are is your greatness. So. Mm. May have been a deep thought like every other. Because <laughs> this is a topic I really wanted to discuss because I'm just trying to figure out one how to I'm not gonna say kind of step back from friendships, but kind of step back from friendships. Just girl the ones you got, and and be open to. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Be open to. I like the fact that we know how to fix crowns, mm-hmm. and we know how to do it um, out of the public eye, and that's uncomfortable for some people because, like you, to me, you was fixing that girl's crown mm-hmm. out of sight, and it was uncomfortable for her. So we need to do that more so that it becomes comfortable. But also, do you feel like it comes a point in time where you should just mind your business? No. Because I feel like... Are you about changing people's lives? Is that your true character? No. I don't mean for I you just, to ask. I, don't I just want to help. That's I don't want to change their life. That's but you change, like but that is what you're doing. <laughs> but that's what you're doing. Sheesh. Because that girl, that young lady should have checked herself and been like, dang, she was trying to help me out. And what about me made me on the defense, you know, if that was her? I think a lot of people just aren't comfortable with themselves. Right. And that's what puts them on the defense. A lot of people be on the defense. Mm. They quicker to receive whether than love. So what sorry. So what are some tips that you think, male, Bashi, everybody, um, would foster better relationships with building a girl tribe? I got one, I got one, I got one. Tone and deliverance is so (laughs) important. Like, the way you deliver a message to somebody is so important. Like, even, like, it could be two black women here, and you say something to me, and I challenge what you're saying. We could still sit here and talk like this Mm -hmm. and be adults and talk Mm -hmm. about it. You don't need to get loud at me because I'm disagreeing with you. We can agree to disagree and move on. Right. Men do it all the time. You don't see men dis well. Yes, you do. Men, not boys. Facts. <laughs> see men that. can talk about things, and they like you know what we gonna agree to disagree. Let me shake your hand, and they gonna move on. Mm-hmm. But we as women, we're so catty. Oh, she ain't. She ain't, look, and they gonna say this. Oh, she ain't like the way I did such and such and such and such and said such. But and just such. like you change it from men to boys, it's girls. It's girls. True. Cause I can ag- no more. I can agree to, <laughs> cause I can agree to disagree with you. And if if somebody is your real your real friend or somebody that's for you, they're gonna come to you and they're gonna be like, "Look, sis, I didn't like what you said, or I didn't like how you said it, or this made me feel a certain type of way." Now this could be me, but I just want to put it out there, like. Put it out there to clear the air and don't hold on to it because that's how you start to build resentment towards each other. And I think a lot of people don't know, number one, how to communicate with each other. It's a very fine line. And stop consuming things that make you that way. Like a long time ago, I stopped watching um, Housewives of Atlanta, Mm -hmm. not because I didn't like the people on the show, but because I felt like, it was disturbing to my spirit to see people who look like me fight all the time mm-hmm. over stupid, senseless things. Like, y'all, all y'all got all this money. Y'all could be doing all this stuff to help other people or showing women how to build stuff with your platform. And so 
I think that's important too is just to like watch what you consume because a lot of people get how to act from TV. That's just like uh, Trigger Mike and DJ Envy um, was on The Breakfast Club and they had a disagreement on air. But to this day, like Trigger, ain't his name Trigger Mike? Trigger Mike? Killer Mike. Killer Mike, one of them. <laughs> he was at DJ Envy event. Even though they might have had a heated discussion and disagreed with what each other was saying, they still supported one another. And I'm just like, why can't we be like that? Well, my thing is, and why I said petty, because she know I always use that tone of deliverance because mm-hmm. I show what I was thinking. But since you say that, I'm going to use intent. We need to make sure that when we're coming to people, that our intent is to grow them, not attack them. Because sometimes I, I see people tell people stuff in like a smirk. I'd be like, you didn't mean them no good when you said that. You mm-hmm. wanted to say that to make yourself feel better. So when I when I go to people, I'll be like, I wanna I wanna tell this person this because it's gonna make in my in my mind I'm thinking, I hope this makes them better. So make sure that we're going with awesome intent. That's mine. You said yours already, right? What? Communication. Oh yeah, communication. <laughs> I'm like, what? Y'all should <laughs> It ain't 424-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-
This has been another episode of 20, 30, 40, straight talk, no edit.